blessed day, Church. Welcome to our online worship service here in Ictus Dumaguete Online Church. And now, as we have our message, let us open this with a word of prayer. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful day that you have given us to worship you in spirit and in truth. Holy Spirit, have your way now as you teach us your word. As we continue to follow Jesus, it is our desire that you will continue to empower us, strengthen us, and guide us throughout the way as we continue to follow and make followers for Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, we acknowledge that you are our greatest teacher today. So infill us and have your way and may our spiritual eyes will see the beauty of God's word. And we pray that through this encounter with you, we can also experience the beauty of the love of the Father in us and through us. We love you and we want to bring back all praises and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and Amen. Beloved, today we will be continuing in our series, Unchanging Love in Uncertain Times. And we are now in our part four on, in this series. Now, beloved, I believe that all of us are being challenged by our situation today, and especially in terms of uncertainties. I don't know about you, how's your week? Do you experience a lot of uncertainties? Now, how you cope up with it? How you responded to those uncertainties, especially during this pandemic? Now, remember that in this series, we are tackling down the question how to embrace God's unchanging love in uncertain times. Now, the only way to do that is to have faith over fear. I always repeat this every time we have our message about this series because it's very important to really understand that it's only through faith that we can overcome whatever we're facing right now, especially whatever that fear instilled in our hearts. And by that faith, we'll be discovering that five important foundations in what to do so that we can continue to embrace God's unchanging love even in these uncertain times. Now, you might be asking why it's important to really embrace God's love in our life. You know why? Because it says in 1 John 4.18, I hope that at, at this very moment, you already memorize this verse. I hope that you will embed it in your heart. Remember this, that there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Now, always remember, beloved, that in the Bible, love is not a feeling. Love is not something that's through the drive of your emotion. But love is a person. In the person of Jesus Christ. That is why in this series we are discovering the beauty of God's love through His one and only Son. And per Sunday we are discovering how important it is to have that faith and to dwell in the Holy Spirit in His truth. That as we continue to move forward, we're going to stand out, we're going to live out, especially in the in abundance of God's love. Because the love of God drives out all fear. Now remember this, no matter how strong you are emotionally, no matter how strong you are mentally or physically, you cannot drive out in your own might and in your own power the fears that you have in your heart right now. We need to have the love of God. We need to have Jesus in our heart and we need to be empowered by the Holy Spirit because the battle is not about flesh and blood. The battle here is in our spirit and the spirit of fear that creeps in our heart we cannot battle it in our own flesh, no matter how strong we are. We can only battle it when our battle, we give it to the Lord, and the Lord is the one taking it. When love comes in, love drives out that fear. Amen? 
So I hope that at this very point, whatever situation you are in, you might have lots of fear because of uncertainties, because of pandemic, or probably because of the thing that's going on in your life right now. Take heart, beloved. Just fill your heart with God's love at this very moment. So, we are now in our part four. So, let me just give you a little review of where we've done in our messages. And starting from the very first letter of the word faith, how to embrace God's unchanging love in uncertain times. Number one foundation is this. We need to fill your heart with God's love. Letter A stands for you need to abound in God's finished work. And letter I stands for, this is last Sunday's message, instill Christ's sacrificial love. And then today, beloved, we will be discovering letter T, trust in God's deliverance. Now, in this series, we are having the foundation first. Remember that we need to fill our heart with God's love. Why? Because in John 3.16, it says, For God so loved the world. And we need to understand that we are made to be loved by Him. And letter A stands for abound in God's finished work. What is the finished work? That He gave His one and only Son 2,000 years ago. With that divine exchange in our hearts. And letter I stands for instilled Christ's sacrificial love. Whoever believes in Him, whoever believes that Jesus came, Jesus was crucified, Jesus died, and Jesus was buried, and on the third day He rose again. Whoever believe in that, what will happen? Today we'll be discovering that. And in this phrase, whoever believes in Him shall not or will not perish. We'll be discovering that today, beloved. Now, what is our main key foundation that we are discovering today? It's in the title, Trust in God's Deliverance. Beloved, in what area in your life right now that you need God's deliverance? Do you have that? Do you have a certain point in your relationship at this very moment that you need God's deliverance? Point your heart, point your life to Jesus. Do you need God's deliverance at, at, at this very moment, especially in your finances, in your work, in your business, or maybe right now in the crisis of your spirituality that you are so affected in your relationship with the Lord because of the things that's you know adding up every day in our challenges and in our testings in life? Beloved, let me encourage you today. Trust in God's deliverance. So let's discover this. And as we discover this, we are now in the fourth phrase in John 3.16. Now, I hope and pray that even up to this very moment, okay, my prayer for you is you already memorized John 3.16. And my prayer is not only to memorize, but we are here to train ourselves and we are here to develop ourselves that we can share the gospel, we can share the hope, we can share the love, the unconditional love of God, especially to those people who don't have Jesus. So I want to encourage you at this very moment, can you please share this in your timeline? Can you please share this in your group chats? Because I believe that this word that we are having today, as God will unfold His truth, this is not just for you, this this is not just for me, but rather for everyone who needs Jesus as well shall not perish. So we'll be checking that out. Now, focusing in this phrase, shall not perish, now we'll be looking at that word perish. What does it mean? And for all the theologians and even for all the Bible scholars, they've been searching deep about this word perish. And let me highlight first so that we will understand what does it mean, okay? For God to love the world, yes, I am made to be loved by God. That He gave His one and only Son, yes, to be reconnected with Him. He, he initiated the divine exchange. That whoever believes in Him 
that whoever believed that he came, he died, he was buried, the third day he rose again to declare power over death, death and shame and sin in our life, then shall not perish. What does it mean to not perish? So let me share to you, this is just actually a summary at this very moment. What does it mean perish in the Bible? So number one, remember that perish stands for the saved shall never perish. The sincere reader will understand that the primary meaning of perish is actually to die, to lose life, to come to an end, or to be destroyed. That's the very first meaning. Now, perish is also paralleled with die, kill, destroyed, consumed, slain, being eat up, laid waste, go to nothing, be as nothing, vanish, withereth, cut off, turn again unto dust, deceased, fade away, and utterly wasted. Now, another one, perish, is illustrated by dung, turning again to dust, consuming into smoke, melting like wax before a fire, melting away, a vine being burned by fire, breath leaving, leaving a body, years being shortened, a city being uninhabited, and bottles breaking. Could you imagine that kind of illustrations? And remember this, so perish is parallel to those third point. Perish is illustrated in the fourth point. And in the fifth point, perish is contrasted to prolonged days, days not failing, enduring, abiding, having no end, living an eternal life, everlasting life, now being, you know, being renewed and remaining. Now, we all know that we want the contrast, right? In our life, we want the contrast in terms of we want that our days will not fail, that our days will be prolonged, that we will continue to endure, that we want to continue to abide. We want that we desire that our life has no end. We will have eternal life. We will have everlasting life. That our life will be renewed and our life will remain. That's what we desire as human. But I believe that during this time, especially pandemic, we are all having this kind of fear and mixed emotion, mixed thinking, and some and sometimes, or probably most of the time, we are being shaken in our faith. We are being shaken in our spirituality. That is why today I hope that these three phrases shall not perish. Okay? These three words in one phrase, shall not perish, will give you some encouragement, will give you some guidance and reminders to really strengthen our faith and our spirituality in Christ Jesus and by the empowerment of the Holy Spirit in our life. So beloved, today I hope that we understand what is perish being paralleled to, illustrated with, and contrasted to. Okay? And another point that I want to share with you is this. Things that perish are like land, and I, people, weapons of war, dung, beast, names, expectation, riches, wisdom of wise men, nations, kingdoms, house, body members, bottles, hair, meat, and money. Bottom line, all these things in this world that probably you're also holding right now that is so precious precious to you, like a treasure no? in a box. Probably it's your family, it's your relationship, it's your future, it's your dream, it's your desire, it's your house, it's your car, it's your money, it's your work, it's your business. Remember, all these things, we are being reminded that this will soon perish. This will not go into eternity. That is why God will always remind us, don't live for these things. Don't live for these perishing things, perishable goods of this world. Rather, 
enjoy it at that very moment but don't make it as little gods don't be enslaved by these things because all these things if you put your identity in perishable goods soon you will have a problem if you put your identity to who you are right now to where you are working to what you are doing to the business that you're handling to the relationships that you have remember this soon it will perish soon there will be an end we're being reminded about that anything in this world is perishable goods and you know what it says that that which causes things to perish are famine god's wrath smithing war wearing nations sickness the sword battle fire want of clothing evil travail and hunger and we all know at this very moment especially about sickness of this pandemic no so this you know perish sometimes during this pandemic we are always having some this really have a great impact in our life for some it strengthened their faith as christians as disciples of jesus but for some they're actually shaken in their faith now what's the difference between a person who is strengthened during this pandemic during this crisis that we are facing and a person that is you know shake being shaken during this crisis because a person who is strengthened in the Lord is actually anchoring himself in the spiritual empowerment. Okay, it's all about the spiritual empowerment through the, his relationship with Jesus. But the other side, there are many people right now who are being shaken by the crisis and the pandemic. You know why? That their, their mind are full of, of stress, of anxiousness, of fear, of worry, and anything that is uncontrollable. You know why? Because they are trying to fill up their hearts they are trying to fill up their minds to cope up with what is necessary that the spirit must fill up but it is being replaced by worldly things by fleshly approach that we know that when we talk about the spirit of fear the spirit of anxiousness and whatever it is that you were feeling down at this very moment we believe it will it cannot it our own fleshly way cannot hold it we will keep on struggling with it and we need to need we need the empowerment of the holy spirit in our lives so that we can continue to press on so beloved we're being reminded about these things then the last two is as to any secondary meaning of perish none express a continual process without an understood end and then another one is as to an any secondary meaning of perish none even remotely express the theory of endless torment so as we have this i believe that now we understand what does it mean shall not perish what to do now we need to understand we need to discover if i feel like i have the impact i might not be afraid to die because i have jesus in my life at this very moment we praise god for that but probably for others right now who are watching with us, probably you say, I actually don't have that assurance at this very moment because that's why I have fear because maybe if I got COVID or maybe if I die, I don't know where I go. So maybe right now you have that fear in your heart. But the real question today is how to do it, how to really trade our fear to faith. We need to discover that, beloved. Because we believe, kanina, I started with faith over fear. You want to embrace God's unchanging love. That even that the world is changing fast, very, very fast. Especially during this COVID. But you will continue to hold on the unchanging love of God. How to do it? We need to trade our fear to faith. 
Now let's just be honest in our in our uh, life lately. Kumusta ta? How are we doing in terms of the way we live, the way our mind sets in, the way our emotions sits, sets in, especially during this COVID? How how are you in terms of responding or reacting when you know that someone that is close to you got positive in COVID? Let's just talk about um, the pandemic or maybe an office mate got COVID. H- how does it affect you? Especially if it's in your own family household. Beloved, remember this. I believe that one of the key things here is sometimes we have that fear and sometimes we don't know how to deal with that fear. Sometimes there are effects of the events that's going on in our workplace, in our community. I don't know about you, how you respond every time you see an update of increasing numbers of infected people. Like in social media, we're always updated about that. In the news, how are you? Are you shaken spiritually? And one thing that shakes you is fear god is actually telling us today we've got to trade now when we talk about trading it is an exchange of something and in terms of that exchange of something we cannot that's gonna be our choice if we're gonna ex- exchange or not it's up to you it's up our lives but god is telling us today through his word we're gonna discover how to trade our fear to faith let me share to you three foundations from the Word of God because this is very, very important, especially if you are going through something right now, especially if you are having a lots of uncertainties in your life. And my prayer is that it, the Word of God will not just give you encouragement or upliftment in your emotion or good things in your mind, but rather that the Holy Spirit will touch you, that the Holy Spirit will convict you, that the Holy Spirit, that you will just allow the Holy Spirit to just say, Holy Spirit, just come to me and let the Word of God be strengthened. We are here, Remember, beloved, that we are here to worship God in spirit and in truth. No matter how we understand it, by the way we perceive the, the the words the message today but if we don't allow the holy spirit to empower us if we don't allow him to put that revelation put that conviction in our life these things are nothing that is why my prayer for you that as you discover these three important powerful truths today open your life and open your heart for the working of the holy spirit in your life amen do you want to have the touch of the Holy Spirit in your life? Remember, He's already there. He's living. If you have Jesus in your life, He is there. And He's so excited to reveal to you, especially during this pandemic. He don't want you to become you know, shaken. He wants you to be strengthened even more. But for those beloved brothers and sisters who still searching for that relationship that you have in Jesus Christ, or maybe right now you still have lots of questions about your relationship with God through Jesus, my prayer is today, allow the Holy Spirit to reveal it in your life. Listen to His Word. Remember that faith comes by hearing from the Word of God. And my prayer that it's not just about hearing in the ear and perceiving it in our mind but rather ask god that through his holy spirit he will be revealing more so that you will be built up in your relationship with god so beloved today let's discover three important powerful truths in terms of how to trade my fear to faith so foundation number one beloved is this i will strengthen my spiritual life I will strengthen my spiritual life. Now, why this is very, very important? If you want to trade your fear to faith, you've got to strengthen 
your spiritual life. Why? Notice, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, what does it says? For God has not given us a spirit of fear. Remember, fear is spiritual, right? So it says here, it's the description. It means it is not God who gives you the spirit of fear. So who give you that kind of feeling? Who give you that in your mind? Who give you that in your emotion? Who even inflicted it into your spirit? It's not God. It means it's the enemy. Now remember what God has given us. Notice, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love. Now notice this, of power and of love and of a sound mind. Now three things. In your season right now, if you have this fear, worries, or anxiousness because of what you're going through right now, if you will just surrender it to the Lord, if you will just surrender your life to Jesus, if you just repent and renew your mind the way you think and the way you do things and react or respond to things, if you will just surrender and let the Holy Spirit and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit be upon you, this is the exchange. One thing, fear, will be what? will be gone and it will be driven out in your life. And this is God's promise for you. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but He will give you the power, spirit of power, notice, the spirit of love and the spirit of a sound mind. Hallelujah. Are you? Do you see that, beloved? In God's Word. Now, I don't really know what's going on in your past week or past months or maybe at this very moment while you are you are um, having or you are hearing this word of God at this at this very moment. But this, notice this. If we will strengthen our spiritual life, if you choose to strengthen your spiritual life, God Himself is gracious enough to give you the spirit of power, of love, and of sound mind. To what? To overcome whatever you're struggling right now. To overcome whatever difficulties that you're facing right now. To overcome the fear and the worry and the anxiety that you have, you know, ruining your mind, ruining your emotion, you ruining and shaking your, your spiritual right now. You might be so affected. But beloved, take heart. This is God's hope for you and me. That even in the midst of these storms that we're facing right now, He will give you, remember, this is a promise that God will not give you the spirit of fear, but God will give you, okay? That God has given us, what? The, the, the spirit of power and the spirit of love and the spirit of sound mind. Let me ask you this. What are areas in your life right now that you feel like you are powerless? Do you have that? You feel like powerless in a certain situation. You feel like there's injustice going on. Beloved, especially during this pandemic, let me ask you, do you feel like you feel you are being unloved and not taken care of as you expected? And probably right now, you have a lot of worries. You have a lot of fear. You have a lot of, you know, people doesn't care for me. People doesn't approach me. People doesn't, you know, you're so focused in you, especially during this time. Now, remember this, beloved. All of us has different kind of struggles as well. There's no Superman at this very moment. So, maybe at this very moment, it's not that you look at all people not caring from you, but probably because you don't strengthen your spiritual life, it is the enemy that snatched it away and blinded you that you know, 
instead of love, the, 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 the spirit of love will be in you. It is the spirit of fear working in you. And you cannot understand it anymore. You are in con out of control anymore. You are out of control in how you think. It seems like people is, are the, the people that surrounds you are the problem. The, the, the situation, the COVID is the problem. But we cannot see because you're being blinded that it's, uh, it's not from the outside. But actually, it's from the inside. Because we don't have the power of love. That's why we blame people. We shift the problem to other people not facing our own because we are blinded. That's why we are powerless. I don't know about you, beloved, at this very moment. And another one is this. How's your mind lately? Do you still have a sound mind? Or you have a panicking mind? You have an anxious mind? You have a rattled mind? You have a negative mind? You have a discouraged mind? How's your mind lately? Now, beloved, you know what? This very first point is very, very important. If you want to continue to overcome whatever challenges you are having right now, if you will just see it within your heart that, Lord, I'm heavy right now. I'm having this burden. What to do now? Strengthen your spiritual life. Remember this. It's during this time of crisis or during in this time that what you're going through right now, it is the Lord, our greatest, greatest helper. And He gave us the power of the empowerment of the Holy Spirit in us to help us. That's why we need to strengthen our spiritual life so that we can realign and back on ourselves. Or else, we'll be doing hard work as, as hard as we can to cope up within our flesh. We will try to do it within our flesh so that we can what fill up what's missing. That it's the Holy Spirit alone can fill it up that's why we struggle because we're putting the wrong ingredient in our situation instead that the real feeling of that situation so that you will drive out that fear is spirit of love spirit of power and a sound mind we're trying to what we're trying to work on it not by the spirit but by the flesh by our own strength that's why we feel sometimes we are we are burned out sometimes we're discouraged you know, remember this, beloved, that the enemy will always give you attacks. And there are common five attacks that, you know, he will strike you with. Number one is discouragement, right? He will just discourage you. Number two is, you know, there will be distractions along the way. There are drifters. There are things that, you know, instead you will be focused in strengthening your spirituality. There will be busy in the social media, busy in the pastime, busy in the responsibilities, busy at work, at business. There will be distraction. And it's the enemy's work that we cannot focus and put first the spiritual strengthening that we need. For some, it's accusation. That you might not be, there, there might be no accusation from other people, but rather there are some accusation that the enemy will just strike in your head, strike in your heart, strike in your emotion. And even though there are no people who are judging you, but you start to judge yourself. And that's why we, sometimes we got shaken. And sometimes it distract, distract us not to focus and strengthen our spiritual life. We're trying to figure out what's going on, why I'm accused like this. We're being mocked by the enemy. And another one is temptation. That's why there are so many temptations that's rising up at this very moment. You know, the more that we need to cling and to hang on in the Lord at this very moment, what happened? The more many drifters, many offering of the flesh. I don't know about you if you've done this. 
that you want to strengthen your spiritual life because you know you're a son of God, you're a daughter of God, and you know that you're a child of God and you live an empowered life and you want to continue that intimacy with Him. But what happened? Because of the temptations of this world. And remember this, beloved, the temptation is not because of situation, but remember the temptation is actually a process. You, don't, you are not tempted now in what, you, what is your current temptation that you're facing or trying to let go, but you are stuck out of it. You are not being there by just in one day because there's a situation. But rather, it's a process. For some, it might be a month ago. For some, it's starting Monday. You think about it. And Tuesday, you meditate upon it. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and Sunday, you sin against God. Because why? Because you dwell in what the enemy is offering to you. Remember, it's a process. And for some, it's the desires. Desires are good. It is God who gives us the desire. The desire to worship. The desire to have joy. But remember this, when our desire is not aligned in the Lord, what happened? This will drift us away. Beloved, let me ask you this. How are you in your spiritual life? Because I believe it is in the Bible, whoever is spiritually you know, strengthened in the Lord, just like David many, many times, he feel like he's hosted. He feel like being burned out, but he continued to praise God just like Job because of the Spirit of God that even in the midst of difficult situation and testing, he continued to stand still in the Lord. Just like Paul in the New Testament, just like the apostles, how they do it that they continue the journey. Even though they are persecuted, they are stoned, they get to jail and all this, they never stop in sharing the gospel. They never stop in proclaiming who Christ is. Why? Because they are being empowered spiritually. And they don't, no, notice this, they don't fill up what's missing in their life because they know that it is the Holy Spirit's empowerment and they need to strengthen their life that is missing. They don't fill it up with any fleshly things. And you know why many Christians today are shaken? Because they're trying to what? To fill it up. They're trying to fill their life with fleshly things that can only be achieved and be filled up through spiritual, through our spiritual walk with God, through the Holy Spirit. That's why, beloved, I want to ask you, how are you lately in your spiritual walk? How are you lately in your spiritual life? If you will just, you know, have an observation, maybe just for the past week, from range 1 to 10. 1, it means you're so weak spiritually. 10, as you're so intimate with God and the Holy Spirit's really empowering you, even in the midst of situation, difficult situation. How are you? How are you? How's your spiritual relationship with God? My prayer for you today, starting today, remember this. When you have or when you can feel fear, especially during this pandemic. Remember this, it's not just about because of the pandemic. There is something deep within that God is calling us. And remember this, beloved. If fear strikes in your life, remember this. This is actually a reminder for us to look upon God, to trust God, and to continue to be empowered by God. Don't look at fear as a negative thing, but rather convert it into what? To navigate us, to remind us again that, oh Lord, I have this fear. So this is a reminder for me to trust you even more, to look up to you, to depend upon you, and to be empowered by the Holy Spirit because I cannot do it in my own. 
Remember that, beloved, I hope and pray that all of us will be encouraged by this. That starting today, remember that God has not given you the spirit of fear. It is the enemy's work. But remember, the enemy can give you one, but God, because of His love and grace, He can give you three to conquer that one thing. He wants to guard you if you just allow if you just do your part as well to strengthen your spiritual life and to allow the Holy Spirit to work within and through you. And remember this, beloved, if you feel you are like powerless, He will give you the, the spirit of power. And if you feel like you are unloved, He will embrace you with love. Ayaw padala sa pandemic, ayaw padala sa mga stresses sa kinabuhi, ayaw pa-affect, don't get affected with all the, what's going on in our society right now. If you feel no one loves you, no one cares for you, know this today, God loves you so much. And no one can feel that void in your heart that you are looking for someone. If you are up to now looking for some love from any human, from a man, from a woman, from a family, from a friend, and even they can be there for you, it will never satisfy you because the only love that can satisfy you is the love that comes from the Creator through His Son, Jesus Christ. So beloved, if you feel powerless right now, open your heart to the Holy Spirit. Ask God, God, empower me. If you feel unloved right now, can you, you just be honest between, be, between you and the Lord. Lord, I, I feel unloved right now. I feel like no one cares for me. Even the people that I trusted, no one cares for me. We have limitations. We cannot please everybody as much even though sometimes I believe that you experience this as well, as well that even no matter how much you love a person, that's why we need to unconditionally love. When we talk about unconditionally love, it's not just about love without condition but actually love without expectation. Because sometimes even though we give our best to that certain person but in just one failure, in just one thing, in just one turnaround, that person might say it's still not enough. And sometimes we got, we, we were being caught up and we said, ah, right now, I don't know how to feel it again. Remember this, that if you feel like the person that you're loving still feel that your love is not enough, remember this. That's good. You know why? That becomes a reminder that you can never feel that heart that is void from a certain loved one, from a certain friend, from a certain person. It is a reminder that, this, that it takes the, the work of God through the spirit of love to feel that what you have started in that person. So this time we need to ask the Lord, Lord, can you please fill it up? I've done my part, but I cannot just fill it up. Maybe up to now, sa tao nga imong higugma, up to now, for him, it's not enough. Maybe so down, maybe so in need, but you've done everything. But we have also our limitation as human as we are. So what to do? This, that is a good reminder for us. We cannot be God to them. We cannot be the Messiah to them. And we need ourselves who is trying to help to say, Abba, God, can you please intervene? I cannot do it in my own. I've done my part. Have your way to fill it up. Amen? So that when that person recovered from, from his or her helplessness, it will not be your glory. It will not be our glory. It's gonna be God's glory. Amen? So I hope that we understand it now. And not only that, beloved, it says also here in Romans chapter 8, verses 5 to 6, those who are dominated by the sinful nature, what happened? Think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit, 
think about things that please the Spirit or please God. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to what? Leads to death. So from before even death, where it will lead you? It will lead you to fear. It will lead you to anything. It will lead you to the mocking. It will lead you to condemnation, to judgment and all. That will lead to death. It's not just leads to death, but there's also a process. And one of the processes is to put fear in your heart at this very moment. That's why faith over fear. But letting the Spirit control your mind, what will happen? It will lead to life and peace. Beloved, let me ask you this question today. Do you need God's peace in your heart? Do you need that kind of mind that leads to life and peace? That you have sanity, you know, you have that peace in your heart. And you might be asking me right now, Pastor, how can we have peace at this very moment of MECQ or MGCQ or pandemic or COVID? How can we have peace in our hearts? Remember this. His peace is not limited to situation that everything must become so that you will have that peace. Remember, real peace is what? From Jesus Christ. Peace is a person when Jesus Christ is in you. And in order to experience that, it, we cannot actually uh, feel it. We cannot actually acquire it through our fleshly way, in our flesh, in, in what the flesh can do, even no matter how hard work it is, it cannot be achieved by that. It can only be done when we start to strengthen our spiritual walk with God because this is a spirit connection with God that will lead to our mind, that will lead to our emotion, that will lead to our will and even our physical. And we need God to work within us because we cannot do it in our own. Beloved, let us not feel anything in our life that can only be done in, in the Spirit, in the Holy Spirit, by anything that's from our flesh. Notice here, I hope that all of us, how's your thinking right at this very moment? Is our mind is full of things just of this world? How's your, how's your life? Are you spirit-controlled or fleshly-controlled? Or let's say world, world's control is really dominating us at this very moment and you want breakthrough. Beloved, remember this first point. Do you want to trade your fear to faith? You need to make a choice. Strengthen your spiritual life or just continue to flow where life will lead you in this broken and in this perishable world that we are living. Remember this. God has given us the promise. If you are a Christian, you will not perish. But if you will continue to live at this very moment, you will be shaken. But God is reminding us, come to me by strengthening your spiritual life. So you might be asking me right now, practically, Pastor, what does it mean to strengthen my spiritual life? Well, simple. Start with your daily devotion. Do solitude and silence. It's about communing to God, stopping from whatever things you are doing, and then just focusing in meditating the Scripture and talking and sometimes just being silent in the Lord, seeking His still small voice. And by doing this, beloved, I know that it's going to be a good start for you to strengthen your spiritual walk. Amen? So, beloved, the second one that I want to share with you today is this. I will trust in God's divine deliverance. You want to trade your fear to faith? What to do? Remember this. Trust in God's deliver divine deliverance. What does it mean for us? We trust God to protect us. 
but not only to protect us, but to deliver us. When we talk about deliver is, if this is your starting point, and, as, and you are in trouble, it's not just about that God is protecting you at that very moment. Our understanding of deliverance is this. It is God who will carry you, and then He will put through. So it means you will still you will still face all those troubles. You will still face all what you are going through. But you, God is the one who is putting you in His hands and delivering you and then still passing through all those testing and trials. But if this is the face, this destination now, this is the safe place, He will deliver you. It means that it's going to be our hope in Him. Psalms 112 verses 6, uh, 6 to 8, it says, Surely the righteous will never be shaken. They will have no fear of bad news. Their hearts are steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Their hearts are secure. They will never will they will have no fear. In the end they will look in triumph on their foes. Beloved Psalms 112 verses 6 to 8 says that all of us can triumph with God. Without God nothing. Again, surely the righteous will never be shaken. That is the word of God describing who we are. But I don't know at this very moment why there are many people, now why there are many Christians are being shaken in their spiritual walk, questioning God right now, you know, departing from the fellowship. Why is it that many Christians are try, starting to be callous in their heart? Why? Because the problem is not about being righteous, but what's going on inside of us. And if we don't have an anchor of our spiritual, remember this as believers, it's not just about the battle of the mind. It's not just about the battle of emotion or flesh. Remember this. It is the battle of spiritual realms. So if we will not strengthen our spiritual life, what will you expect in your mind? What will you expect in your heart? That's why God is telling us, repent. If you acknowledge that you are in that situation right now, repent. We need to repent and trust God's deliverance. Divine deliverance will come into you. Especially during the time that you don't know what to do, His deliverance will be in you. Surely, it says, this is a promise. This is true. This is sure that the righteous will never be shaken. We might have a lot of problems. We might be facing different challenges every day, multiple of challenges. But remember this, you will not be shaken. If you strengthen your spiritual walk, if you trust in God's divine deliverance. And it says here, they will have no fear of bad news. Now, talking about bad news, what is our generic bad news at this very moment? Death because of COVID. Death of a loved one. There's so many bad news about death. And even just counting all those deaths in a circle of friends that we have because of COVID, or even in our family, it might be COVID-related or not COVID-related. There are many and we might be so, you know, anxious about it and even have fear about it. But remember this, it says, righteous people never be shaken. And the description of the word never be shaken is this, they will have no fear of bad news. Beloved, how about you at this very moment? Do you have some fear of bad news that, that already happened in your life? Maybe just last week and up to now? How about this? Do you have some fear of bad news that might be happening that even though you are not so sure it will happen, but right now, you know, it's starting to grumble your mind. What if it will be done tomorrow, if next week or next month, what will happen to me? Up to you. Remember this, they will have no fear of bad news. Why? What's the bottom line? Their hearts are what? Steadfast, 
Notice the word, steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Now, the word steadfast here is what? There's a total consuming, there's a momentum, there's a rhythm. Steadfastness is actually what? Strengthening our spiritual life. Understanding that it is not you who strengthen it, but as you come to the Lord and ask, it is through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, and it is through our cooperation with the Holy Spirit, it is our surrender to the Holy Spirit, and leading and walking with the Holy Spirit. We are being steadfast in our walk with the Holy Spirit as we continue to be steadfast in our love and devotion to Jesus in following Him. Then what will happen? Your heart is steadfast into the, to the heart of the Father, Trusting in the Lord. So trusting in the Lord means whatever you are going through right now, you are trusting in God's divine deliverance in your life. So you get the point? Spiritual strengthening is very important in terms of trusting the Lord. That's why sometimes we can just say to a person who have a problem, uh, bro, in your problem, just trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. It's so easy to say because it's so familiar. But the real question is, before that, there's a, f a first step. The first step is surrender. You know, deciding and having the, the, the choice to strengthen my spiritual life. Strengthening your spiritual life starts with surrender. Start with repentance. And strengthening it in the Word of God. And strengthening it through the obedience of the Word of God, through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. And then keep and meditating upon it. So, from surrender to the disciplines. Remember that. And from there, you, have, you become steadfast in your communication and relationship with God. And trusting in the Lord will never be a problem. Do you agree with me? You know, trust God's deliverance in whatever you're having right now. It says here, their heart. So here's the description of a person who is steadfast in the Lord, trusting in the Lord. He said, their hearts are secure. They will have no fear. Now, in the end, they will look in triumph on their foes. Now, look at that kind of life. Their hearts are secure. They will have no fear. Why? Because they trusted in the Lord and they are aligned and secure in God's deliverance. Beloved, during this time, I believe that there are many, many things in our life, aside from the things that I've discussed kanina about the, the distractions, the temptations, the accusation and all. I believe that there are many, many things probably that's going on in your life right now that you have experienced a lot of distractions in your life. Or maybe of these things, bad news. Have you received a, a very, very bad news lately? Yeah, we have that. Relational bad news, finances bad news, you know, anything. Work-related, our community-related, there are many. But remember this, it is God who said, trust me, but first be steadfast in me. I will strengthen my faith. I will strengthen my spiritual life so that I will not be shaken. And it will be what? It will be easy for me to trust in the Lord at this very certain moment in time. So beloved, the second foundation is I will trust in God's divine deliverance. Number three is this. I will hold on to my blessed assurance. What does it mean, blessed assurance? Now again, we go back to John 3.16. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish. I believe that word perish, one of the highlights there is about being destroyed or destruction. An eternal destruction 
and we know that it is being led to hell. But remember this, as a believer in the Lord, as a Christ-centered Christian, as a disciple of Jesus, remember that we are holding something at this very moment that no one can snatch away in our life. We call it the blessed assurance. The blessed assurance that Jesus is ours. And the blessed assurance that no one can snatch you away from Jesus' hand and from the Father's hand. Notice John chapter 10, verses 27 to 29. Observe the text. It says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So this is the characteristic of a real sheep. Now at this very moment, there are many sheep as like sheep. As it was said in the Bible that there are some sheep, that there are some even foxes that will have clothing like sheep. They act like sheep, but they're actually wolves. They're actually foxes. They're actually mga predators. What does it mean for us? A real sheep is what? A sheep that really can hear the voice of his shepherd. It is beyond understanding intellectually what the word is telling us. But understanding and knowing and discerning what the Lord really wants for his life, for her life, and then he responds. My sheep hear my voice. A real sheep know the voice of his shepherd. And it says, I know this. I know them. It means real sheep was identified by the shepherd. And then one of the indicator of a real sheep is this. Once they hear the voice of the shepherd, they follow the shepherd. That's why that's really a fast now. That's why there, you can be a Christian because you wear, I am a Christian. You wear a Christian shirt. You wear a Christian cup. You might attend a Bible study. You might even worship. You know, you might even bring a Bible. These things are not the indicators of being a Christian. A real indicator, if you really want to know, it's the first sentence. My sheep hear my voice. And then, they, God knows them. And then they follow Jesus. What does it mean for us? If you're a true sheep, continue to hold on to that blessed assurance. And in order to hold that, we need to affirm this in our hearts. Not only that, beloved, remember that Jesus says, I give them eternal life. It is Jesus who gave them the assurance and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. Remember that. It's Jesus. No one can snatch them out. There might be times that because of their spiritual weakness or probably because of their problems, they can have that loose of grip in this relationship. But I, the Lord, Jesus says, He said this, no one will snatch you out in my hand. Not your problem, not even your failure, your sin, whatever it is, whatever you're going through right now, it will not. It will be Jesus. All you need to do if you feel that you're so far away from the Lord, go back to Him and cling on. And not only that, beloved, not only to Jesus' hand, but also my Father was given them to me is greater than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. Why? Because Jesus is holding them. It seems like that if we have two hands, the left and the right, right? <laughs> and of course, the one hand is being, you know, being held up to, to Christ. The other hand is held up to God. 
so no one can snatch you away. And you know what, beloved, for us as believers, for us as Christians, especially during this pandemic, I know all of us will be affected or will be, you know, I don't know if we, we will be stricken out by fear or, or death. I don't know. But remember this. Let's continue to hold on to the blessed assurance that we have in Christ Jesus. So, as we end, let me share to you this wonderful phrase from Swindle, okay, from his book, Perfect Trust. He said this, It's only through Scripture applied to our hearts by the Holy Spirit that we receive the grace to trust in to trust God in everything so have you noticed that so we see it from the scripture and then we apply it to our hearts now remember the application of the scripture by the Holy Spirit is in us actually that's the only time that we receive the grace to trust God in everything now I want you to find rest from the weariness of worry and the plagues of doubt and fear I want us to be a distinctive people especially during this time of pandemic, real Christian, real followers of Jesus must be distinct people. Ibata from others, especially in terms how we respond to this COVID season. People who step out in faith, even when the future is fuzzy, especially during this time. People whose lives reflect a quiet peace and calm assurance because we have cultivated perfect trust in God. Amen. So I hope and pray that starting today, as you hear the word of God, ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I now receive the word of God. Now let the grace of God be upon me to trust God as I continue the journey. And I pray, beloved, that your life will shine as a distinctive people of Christ. That this during this pandemic, Christ will shine in our lives. That if the world if the unbelievers are rattling right now, panicking right now, I hope that you will not join the pack and also panic with them. But rather, they can see the peace that you are bringing and you can introduce the real Prince of Peace who is Jesus Christ. The Prince of Peace and the Lord of Lords in their lives so that they can also have the peace that you have. So beloved, as we end today, let's have a little recap of our message. How to do that? Strengthen my spiritual life, trust in God's divine deliverance, hold on to my blessed assurance. Three things God is giving us. And my prayer for you today, that you can reflect upon it, ponder upon it, and whatever season you are in right now, always remember this, you are not alone. You are not alone, beloved. I hope that if you are watching this right now and you feel so helpless, you feel like you need Christ in your life, you feel like you need prayers from the body of Christ, please let us know. If, if you can, just comment below, I need prayers. If you need counseling, I need counseling. If you, if you can, just also PM us in our Facebook page. You can always approach us and we are here to help you in whatever you're going through right now. We can pr support you in your, in, through prayer and in counseling and whatever means that we can. Remember this, beloved, you are not alone in this season. Remember that the unchanging love of God is in you and available for you, especially during these uncertain times. Now, before I end in a word of prayer, let me ask you this question. Do you want to have it at this very moment in your life? We talk about it 
will not perish. Whoever believes in Jesus will never perish. I know that sometimes the word perish because of this, we have that fear in our heart. Do you want to be released in your fear? Do you want to be released in your worries? Let the empowerment of the Holy Spirit be in you at this very moment. But first and foremost, believe and receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Believe that He, he, he came, He was crucified on the cross for you and me as the death no? sentence for our sin that we need to be thankful. And of course, we need to repent. And then we need to believe that He was buried and on the third day He rose again so that we can what? Because we need to have that assurance. And because of Jesus who declared victory over sin, death, and shame, we have that assurance in Him right now. So beloved, if you are that person right now that you feel like you need to have that spiritual relationship with Christ starting today, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, can you please follow me in this simple prayer? And after this, I will also end in a closing prayer for this message. Repeat after me. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you so much for this privilege to hear your word. And God, starting today, I admit that I am a sinner. I admit that I am a, a wicked person, even before. But right now, I humble myself and I ask forgiveness for all my sins. And I want to repent. I want to ask forgiveness in the name of Jesus. And I receive it now. Dear Jesus, I believe that you came, that you were crucified for my sins, that you died, that you were buried, and on the third day, you rose again to declare victory over death, shame, and sin. And Father, today, I commit my life to you now. And I receive you, Jesus, as Lord and Savior in my life. Holy Spirit, empower me and fill me with your presence as I continue to walk in the presence of God, in His plans for my life and for His calling for me. This is all I ask in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Beloved, if this is your first time that you have prayed that prayer, praise God. Congratulations. You are now a child of God and you are part of God's family. Welcome to the family of God. And not only that, beloved, notice this in your life. Note this date because today is your spiritual birthday. Because you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And today, we want to welcome you in God's family. And starting today, beloved, remember this. That now that you have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you are now having a relationship with Him. That whatever this life may bring, there might be time that you feel like, Oh, I, I feel I'm far away from the Lord. Remember this. You are not far. God is continually holding you. All you need to do is just hold back to Him. And beloved, again, I want to assure you that as you pray that prayer, you admit and you repent, and you ask forgiveness, you are forgiven in Jesus' name. 
and then you believe in Jesus, now you have the victory over sin and death in your life. No shame, no guilt. You are forgiven 100%. And now that you receive Jesus and Lord and Savior, know this, that starting today, we will never fear death. Because if time comes that our life here on earth has a time's up and God is calling us home, we are 100% rest assured that we are a child of God. Amen? So beloved, let me ask you, do you want to grow deeper in what you have at this very moment? Do you feel the joy and the love that God has given you? Can you please comment below? I want to grow more. Our online ushers will facilitate and our prayers, we can connect with you. And my prayer is we can journey with you so that you can continue to grow and you and I can become a blessing in sharing other people, our family and friends, the love of Christ. I want to also encourage you, share this to your family and loved ones, this message, because so that also they can also uh, hear the gospel and they can also accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Amen? So beloved, let's close this message with a word of prayer. I want to pray for you as well. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful day that you've given us. And Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray. We thank you for the word. Now, Holy Spirit, we ask for your divine empowerment and working in our lives. May our hearts continue to be strengthened. And may we continue to trust in God's deliverance. And we may continue to hold on to the blessed assurance that Christ has given us. Thank you, Jesus, for your life. Abba, Father, thank you for your love. And Holy Spirit, we want to abide in you alone. We bring back all the glory, all the praises and honor. This is all we ask. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.